Mulberry Pleasant, welcome back uh, to this Wednesday edition of Moments of Assurance. Worldwide, KFUO, the messenger of good news. Glad to be along with you. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. I invite you to join us for Moments of Assurance weekend as well, 7.45 a.m. I know it's a little early, but uh, just get that cup of coffee going. And I'm going to be talking about Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. That'll be on this weekend's Moments of Assurance weekend, 7.45 a.m. Central Daylight Time. Well, a special guest in the studio with me, and uh, I have enjoyed so much uh, talking with her in the past. That's Kelly Schumacher from AgnusDeiArts.com. Kelly, a very pleasant uh, midday hour to you. Hello, Mark. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's great to to have you back from the Dominican Republic. We'll get to that in just a moment. But for those who may not be aware of your artistic talents, they need to immediately, or as soon as they possibly can, go to agnusdeiarts.com and check out uh, this lady's talent, which is just phenomenal. And... uh, (laughs) Uh, it communicates the love of the Lord and uh, the message that we have here on Worldwide KFUO uh, to such an excellent uh, level that uh, is, is just uh, such an honor to have you in the studio, Kelly. Thank you, Mark. Now, you express your faith uh, in Jesus Christ eloquently and and beautifully uh, in a variety of ways. Of course, through the spoken word, no question about that. You speak and you witness of your faith uh, in Jesus Christ to others. But in art, you have a unique gift that the Lord has given you to communicate Jesus Christ uh, to others. When did you discover this gift? How how old were you at that time? Um the gift of doing art or the yes, gift of the, doing religious art? The gift of doing religious art. Oh. Um, well, I guess my mom has this little drawing that I did when I was about four. And I, it was like Jesus with like a cross and a heart. Um, but that wasn't necessarily what I was thinking of doing long term. Um, but I would say I more was inspired to do religious art, maybe around my junior year of college. Um, But I didn't go that direction necessarily. That's just when I started um, seeing religious art and considering it and doing it for long term. All right. Uh, uh, It it takes a few years to finally uh, realize the gifts that the Lord has given and and how to express them, how to use them. And so uh, that happened for you at that uh, age and at that level. And uh, it took off from there, <laughs> big time. And we'll get into all of that as uh, as I uh, continue this discussion. Recently, uh, you returned from the Dominican Republic. Uh, where is the Dominican Republic located? South of Florida. Okay. And uh, so you flew down there. Was it uh, Christmas time? It was after Christmas. It was um, January 4th. And then I was there through the end of January. Okay. How was it that you uh, received an opportunity to go to the Dominican Republic? Sure. Um, Cheryl Nauman um, contacted me. We had met a few years earlier, and she just was thinking, how about doing a commission piece for the Dominican Republic, specifically the Mercy Center that was there? And that's kind of how it all started. All right. Uh, Mercy piece, uh, can you describe uh, what... uh 
that involved or what it entailed exactly? Oh, my goodness, so much. Um, Well, we had a lot of coordinating about how many pieces, what size, what is the meaning, what is the difference between, you know, cultural symbols here in Christianity versus cultural symbols there. Um, So we had just a lot of, you know, trying to figure out an idea, um, trying to figure out the size, find models, find costumes. Um, So that was kind of the whole the whole process. And then it was a lot of me painting and just um, working a lot of just man hours. A lot of times I think people think that art is just mystically and magically made and that because you're talented, everything just works out. But it's not like that. There's just a, there's a heavy amount of labor and a heavy amount of time that goes into making a piece of art. All so. right. So you get down there. And how was it that you introduced yourself to people? And, and how did you get to know them in the first place? Well, um, Actually, a lot of the work that I was doing, I was it was very similar to what I do in St. Louis. I was working in the studio alone. Um, I wasn't necessarily um, out evangelizing um, because I was not hired as like an evangelist. That's not really my. Um, I mean, we're all supposed to share the gospel, but that's not necessarily my trade, if for lack of a better word. Um, I am mainly like a craftsperson and I work with my hands. So how I met people was, um, you know, we just had a lot of events, um, you know, and people from the church. I wasn't really involved with a lot of people from the community. It was more just, you know, the missionary families that were there um, and some of the school children, but I was mainly working alone. All right. Uh, what are some of the, uh, you know, I got to thinking about this with you being down there and, uh, you know, working on what you do best, which is art. Uh, what are some of the customs of the people down there in the Dominican Republic? Uh, get, help the listener to get a picture of what, what it's like uh, to, you You actually live down there. I did yeah. live down there. I mean, I didn't get to know a lot of the customs. Um, I know they have... Um, Let's see. I mean, they have like different cultures and festivals. And unfortunately, I think there's like a lot of witchcraft there. So there's kind of, you know, I don't know, just some spiritual stuff that you just shouldn't mess around with. And there's a lot of, I think, the Catholic holidays. Um, I know Christmas and Epiphany lasts a very long time. And they have Three Kings Day, which is super long. Um, that it's all it's a very big time of year, which is when I was down there. Um Let's see other customs. They have a sancoche soup, which has a bunch of different kinds of meat and tubers and like ground vegetables that takes like a full day to prepare that they give to people um, to show them that they love them. So it's a national soup. Um, I wouldn't say this is a custom, but it's a cultural thing is uh, people don't always abide by stoplights and stop signs and things like that. So um, if you're uh, out driving... I feel right at home. <laughs> yeah. If you're no, out driving, kidding. you might... It's it's very scary. Um, I would not enjoy driving there. Uh, it's annoying driving here, but it's scary driving there. So, uh, And there's just a lot of crime. You know, the police are corrupt. There's just a lot of stuff that... Um, you know, you have to be really careful. Um, so I don't know if those are cult- customs, but that's yeah, cultural yeah, differences. Sure, sure, absolutely. You're listening to Worldwide KFUO's Moments of Assurance. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson with Kelly Schumacher, uh, an artist par excellence who recently went to the uh, Dominican Republic. What were the people like there? Uh, can you uh, thumbnail sketch, uh, give us a little bit of an inkling of what uh, what they were like? 
for example, let me give you an example. I had a friend of mine and I, uh, I did my vicarage in Austin, Texas. So one time we decided to drive down across the Mexico border and uh, to a Lutheran church. And the service was supposed to start at 1045 a.m. We got there about 1030, thinking, well, we won't like to be there a little bit earlier. Of course, there was nobody there. There was nobody there at 1045. There was nobody there at 1145. Then about noon, some people started to trickle in. So you get this whole aspect of uh, the, the relaxed uh, environment of the, you know, you, you, you just kind of take it easy. And if, if we're late, it doesn't really matter. And we'll start the service when we get a few people here, this type of thing. Uh, in Missouri here, we start a service at 1030 when the service is at 1030. You know, that's the way I, that's what I'm used to, especially being in radio but uh, down in Mexico there, uh, Matam it was actually Matamoros, Mexico, is where we went. And uh, so it was really quite different. That's why I was asking about maybe what oh, yes, uh, some of the— yes, Dominican time. I yeah. forgot about Dominican time. Dominican time, time yeah. I, I think I am always on Dominican time, though. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is Dominican time to you? Oh, it's done when it's done. It's finished okay. when it's finished. But— um, that doesn't exactly translate well in the United States of America. Okay, so, 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 did you stay at a hostel or, or where did you stay? Oh, I stayed with um, the Nauman family. With the Nauman family, them. okay. Yeah. I was safe. <laughs> yeah, you're safe. Uh, describe for the listener, and you alluded to this, Kelly, at uh, the beginning of the interview. But okay, you, you're down there, and you said that uh, a great a majority of your time was spent in a studio alone. Uh, as you created your artwork, some of the time was spent in classroom uh, activities with children. And can you, especially for those listeners who may have just joined us, uh, explain once again what you were commissioned exactly to do down there? Sure, sure. I was commissioned to do a painting for the Mercy Center. So um, we had a bunch of ideas, and I thought the best thing to do would be Jesus with a lot of children. And this included children from both um, the Mercy Center School and also from the um, disability home. So um, just showing that Christ is welcoming all of us into his family through baptism. Yeah, Jesus loves the little children, all the little children, that's for sure. Jesus said, Suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. So I would say those children learn from you. Kelly, uh, a little bit about what the kingdom of God is like, and and uh, I I know that uh, they will always remember uh, what you have taught them and what you have shown them with how they do with their artwork uh, that's in their classes. Oh, they did great. They did great. They my students always impress me. I mean, I when I plan a lesson or um, kind of. I don't know if I even call it planning. It's more that I start with an idea. And a lot of times it's like, I'll start it, but where they go with it. And I do give them some direction because I don't just want them to, you know, make a mess. But it's neat. It's almost like I'm the diving board and they jump off of it. And then they get into the water and then they create whatever they want to create. And then it's my job to kind of guide them as they do that process. Um, but I'm just, I'm always impressed by, um, you know, when students think hard and work hard to make something and it's my job to kind of, um, 
bring that out of them instead of dictate it to them. Well, so they had a lot of freedom, what you're saying. Yes. You know, well, in some sure. ways, yes. They said, I mean, we did some, um, I made some coloring pages of, you know, biblical scenes, but I left intentionally a lot of blank space so that they could draw in the background so that they could kind of complete the narrative based off of whatever Bible story inspired them. And they could, um, you know, depending on the color choices, the time of day, the amount of lights or darks or what they drew, they can, you know, take the beginning of the story that I started and finish it with something else. All right. So as you walked by the desks of these children that you had started with the art and they were to finish it, I'm sure you were able to pick up on particular students and children that were especially gifted in art. Oh, um, yeah. How did you follow up on that? Um, I mean, I'm not able to, like, I mean, I only had so much time with each Oh, sure, student, sure. That's but understandable. I mean, the neat thing, I mean, what I just encourage all of them is to, you know, not compare themselves to others, but to explore things for themselves, if that makes sense. Like, so yes, one child might, you know, do Jesus on the mountain and they interpreted my clouds as trees. And then another student interpreted the clouds as clouds. And one student might do, you know, change it into, you know, Christ. One student even took my coloring page of Jesus that I made and they did it into Christ's descent into hell. I mean, it was very oh, interesting, oh you know, and I kind of went, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> You know, but it was it, you know, or someone could have changed it into Jesus about to step off the rock to walk in the water. I mean, you can you can kind of interpret these. Um, other students, you know, you know, took very dark darks and light lights. And what's more important for me is not necessarily who has talent and who doesn't, but how can I um, work with that student to grow in them what needs to be grown because art isn't just about the external product as much and beautiful as that is there's a process of growth and there's a process of sanctification when you make art and you know one you get to see the other one you may or may not get to see so all right, i want so, both to be them to grow both ways when they make art all right so uh, the outward picture itself there would be growth with that and you can encourage the talent that's there for that outer picture that's viewable and visible for other people. But then you mentioned sanctification. Uh, what is sanctification? Well, it's the process of becoming holy. Mm -hmm. um, it's God getting rid of the icky sin day to day um, and, I guess, changing and transforming us. But, I mean, that's one thing that I'm always humbled with in my process of making art is... Um, God is always scrubbing away the sin and exposing it through art and through life. And art is one of the ways that he, um, you know, just the discipline and the creativity. Um, I don't know. The Holy Spirit starts to, like, work on you when you're still. <laughs> so what, what you're saying, Kelly, and this is the neatest thing, is that you helped these students grow in their faith through their own art pieces. Yes. Something like that. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. So you have to have a satisfied feeling. You know, once you completed your, your work there and you flew back here to St. Louis, you said to yourself, uh, I'm really glad I went there. <laughs> I'm sure you did. And uh, uh, those students are not going to forget 
their experience with you. And um, when they have some doubting times in their life and lack of faith, and uh, you know, they, they, they can look back to these positive uh, expressions of their own faith that they enjoyed through art, and it, it gives them confidence and boosts their morale for the future, wouldn't you say? I would say so, and they can um, have that image that they made and remember what it meant. Yeah, yeah, very good. You're listening to Moments of Assurance here on Worldwide KFUO, an artist par excellence sitting next to me here in the Studio C here at the International Center of the LCMS in Kirkwood, Missouri, and uh, just discussing uh, Kelly's recent uh, jaunt, if you will, down to it was more than a jaunt, but I mean, it's, it was quite a trip down to the Dominican Republic and staying with the Nauman family and uh, teaching class and then having uh, time as well in the art studio. Um, are there any pictures that people can look at uh, that you accomplished there in the Dominican Republic regarding what you were commissioned to do? Sure. I mean, Facebook has my Facebook on you stay art on you stay liturgical arts has pictures. Um, you know, if you just contact me on my website on you stay there is um, like a newsletter that you can sign up on um, and then we can send you newsletter images. Um, well, you've know. got uh, emails. You send emails, too, don't you? I, oh, get, yeah. I get an email yeah, from you. An email newsletter. Yeah, yeah that's what, there, what we email send newsletter. Out. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, I mean, if someone ever wanted me to do a presentation on my experience there, then there would be lots of pictures there. So. Fantastic. Uh, this doesn't happen every day when a person is able to go to a foreign country and uh, rub shoulders with uh, the uh, indigenous people there and and be able to communicate through art the the good news of Jesus Christ and in such a, a, a very special way. Let me ask you a personal question. If you uh, we, we discussed it uh, off mic, so this, this isn't going to throw you. Kelly, how has your faith grown through your art recently, and especially uh, if you want to mention your trip to the Dominican Republic? Wow. Um, this is going to sound kind of unexpected. Um, <laughs> That's the way I want it to sound. No, Don't worry. No, it really is because I think. Well, I mean, what I had anticipated when I was there was I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to learn how to be in a third world country, and I'm gonna have to learn how to be deprived and go without, and that was part of what um, I had anticipated, and I had anticipated trying to learn to be like I don't know more brave or something like that, but I think that what I've been realizing both there and coming back is that um, I am not God. I am not super Christian. I am mortal. And realizing that um, uh, even though a lot of people know me as someone that does a lot of big things and exciting things, um, I am human. And, you know, God is the one that is working. And I am flawed and weak and sinful. And I can't do anything. And this kind of um, humility that I've had to learn, which has not been easy, but realizing I can't save the world. I can't fix anything. All I can do is what God has put in front of me. And even then there has to be balance um, because I just saw that, you know, if you're in missions or if you're a pastor or anything, it's so easy to, you know, almost forget 
you know, think that it's your job to fix everything instead of God's job, and he just happens to be using you. And um, just realizing that my faith has grown because I realize my faith has to be in him, not in my in myself. How would you apply Philippians 4.13 to you? So I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That was confession of St. Paul. Mm. I can do all things. How would you apply that to your artwork, to your growth in the faith, all of that, your trip to the Dominican Republic, uh, and et cetera? Well, it's made, what is it, um, when Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ, I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. I think there's just this recognition of, um, I don't even want to call it dying to self, because it sounds almost... Um, but that's true. That, yes, that, that yes. I mean, I was scriptural. Saying it's, it is it what is, you're doing, yeah. But it's it's just so much this recognition that it is not all about you and what you are doing. And so many times, um, you know, it's a lot of just letting go and trusting. And it's more about him doing his work. Through you. Yeah. yeah. It's him doing his work, and he just happens to be using you. It's he can use. I'm not saying he can use anybody, anybody, but he can use anybody in a way, um, in different ways, yeah, right, in various right. ways, sure. But it's just it's so much. Um, you know, we're not. I mean, you're no. You know this with everything you're going through is that you can't do everything, but he can. You know, and Edward. You can trust that. Edward Everett Hale. This is a secular poet, but he he once uh, was quoted to have said. I cannot do everything, but still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something that I can do. <laughs> and then uh, you just insert Philippians 4.13 there. I can do all things through his power, through his strength that you get through his precious word and sacraments. Uh, we have just a little time left. Uh, tell us about uh, the origination of AgnusDayArts.com. Sure. Um, it started about... Oh my goodness, five and a half, almost six years ago, um, to bring back classical art in the church through paintings and commissions. And um, I'm still waiting on that part. <laughs> um, we've kind of taken a few steps forward, but, um, you know, um, that's one of the reasons we always um, work in, working with you in KFU is to try to um, realize that, um, to help churches realize that I am offering a service to them is to make churches beautiful again like they used to be. Um, That's why you offer altarpieces, for yes, example. Yes, altarpieces, mm -hmm. paintings, and even though I'm, um, a lot of people know me as a speaker or a teaching, um, the goal is, you know, I'm really a craftsperson, and, um, you know, I'm really just a technical person, um, and those are the things just to help educate people, but the goal is really so that um, I can make art for you, um, all of you out there. So that's kind of how it started and the goals with it. Yeah, excellent. And uh, it, once again, it's Agnus, A-G-N-U-S-D-E-I-Arts.com. And uh, you get a gander at uh, some of the paintings and, and the work that uh, Kelly has accomplished. And uh, I admire artists, Kelly. It's not a particular talent that God has passed on to me, <laughs> but... Uh, uh, I, I communicate in other ways, uh, and uh, it is uh, just amazing to see how the Lord equips his church and, and with 
uh, different people who have uh, unique gifts that, uh, uh, you know, the body of, of Christ is, is less when you don't use yours, you know, but you are using yours, and uh, that's the joy of it. So, Kelly, it's been uh, great being with you. We're about out of time here, and I want to give that website out one, one more time. Check it out. This is Kelly Schumacher's website. It is A-G-N-U-S-D-E-I-Arts.com. Thanks a lot, Kelly. Thank you, Mark. We'll look forward to talking with you again another time. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Up next to do the same, Mr. Gary Duncan, whole hour of sacred faith strengthening music. Keep it right where it is, right here on Worldwide KFUO. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518, or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.